Hello, Paramore and beyond. This is Knowledge for Living Podcast, where we provide guidance for a better tomorrow. We hope you enjoy this show and all other episodes. Today, we talk with Natasha Gay, the Executive Director of the Paramore District, about what it means to have a seat at the table. We can't wait to connect with you soon in person at our beautiful space in the heart of Paramore or online on any of our social media at Knowledge for Living. Have a beautiful day and happy listening. Life could be okay. used, you know, in the outro. Really. outro. <laughs> Good morning. We have with us today Natasha Gay. She is the executive director of Paramore District, and we are so happy to have you. Thank you for having me, Amina. I'm really excited to be here. Well, we will spend most of our time this morning discussing what goes on in Paramore. But before we get started, I want to ask you, Natasha, what does it mean to you to have a seat at the table? Now, we know that this phrase means different things to different people, but what does it mean to you? Wow. Um, I mean, first of all, when I, I saw Seat at the Table <laughs> as a music head, I was like, Solange. Because <laughs> that album, actually, A Seat at the Table, really helped me during a grieving process when I lost my grandmother. But for me, I think A Seat at the Table means that we don't have any sharp corners. It's not a rectangle, it's a circle endless infinite possibilities for people to pull up and to share and to participate um i think it's really important that we all have a chance to be witnessed in our truth and that's what a seat at the table means to me is that there's a place that's safe for us to come to have dialogue about what matters our perspective our experience our culture because all of those things really shape who we are and how we move in the world that's great because that's exactly what we were thinking about when we put a seat at the table mm. at Knowledge for Living. So what we will do, based on what you just said, we have a little square table here, but we're going to be looking for a round table so we don't have <laughs> any edges. Okay, but thank you so much and be sure that you will be at this table again and mm. again and again because you are the voice of Paramore, in my opinion. So Natasha... What is the Paramore District and what is your role? Yes, yeah, so uh, the Paramore District is one of 12 Orlando Main Streets. We have a coordinating program, which means the city of Orlando actually coordinates all of the Orlando Main Streets. We do not uh, work for the city. We're in partnership. So we do have an agreement and a matching grant with the city. But Main Street programs were really created late 70s, 80s, when rural America saw their downtowns, their mom and pop shops, uh, really closing down because of big box stores moving into the community. So we're actually an urban Main Street. Um, we have high density here in Orlando, so we're definitely not rural, but um, Main Streets are focused on preservation-based economic development. And so Paramore is a nationally registered historic district because of our Caribbean, um, our indigenous, as well as our African-American history. And so 
main streets do a lot of things. You might see them promoting an event, promoting businesses. You might see them offering workshops for business owners or budding entrepreneurs. Um, you might see them doing the likes of design, maybe a green space, maybe it's a cleanup, maybe it's a planting, maybe it's getting more benches or trash cans. Um, and then you really see them organizing, really involving folks um, in the work that they're doing. Um, and for us, at least for me, Paramore District is not like any other Main Street in Orlando. Um, we have a specific need, we have specific challenges, and then we have this beautiful story that goes along with the history that you can see if you're walking down our district. And so for me to have this opportunity, I feel great responsibility um, and I feel very honored because, you know, I did not grow up in Paramore, but I grew up in Pine Hills. You know, there's a big Caribbean population, a lot of Jamaicans, you know, that's where my family's from, where your family's from. And so I know what it's like when people have a perception of where you come from and who lives there. And those people aren't really in the community, but they per are perceiving you. And um, for me, I just want to make sure that Paramore residents and stakeholders have an opportunity to advocate for the things that they want. Main Streets isn't about build it and they will come. It's really like gain feedback to understand the true need of the community, the business owners, the property owners, the residents, and then you build your programming and initiatives around that. That sounds great. Now, I know that you are the executive director, so mm -hmm. I'm assuming that there are people that work with you <laughs> and there are programs that those people are working. So tell me a little bit about what those that work with you, what are their responsibilities? Yeah, of course. So we are an independent nonprofit. So we do have a board of directors that are all volunteers. I'm actually the only staff member. <laughs> so uh, that can be uh, fun at times, you know, kind of having a different task going to different folks. But we have a board of directors um, that are all volunteers as long as, as well as other volunteers that do day of or support our committees. And so that people power is so important. Um, the board of directors are really helping lead the charge of the organization. And for me, I'm making sure that our initiatives, our planning, our projects are moving forward to completion <laughs> from the speed of the board. So how can the Paramount community and those outside the Paramount community can assist you in your goals? Wow, just participation. And I know, you know, that's one thing I think about a lot of, I think in our community, um, knowing that we have such high poverty levels, what is the capacity of a Paramore resident or stakeholder? Because truly it is their input and their time. Now time is money. <laughs> and so some folks might not have that time, but being able to discuss what's important to them, you know, what's the history that they want captured? What do they want the other main streets, the other greater Orlando area to know about this community? You know, there might be a perception from media or what folks see, you know, when visiting. Um, but really, truly knowing that we have legacy businesses, we have um, legacy residents, we have beautiful stories of perseverance, you know, entrepreneurship and really growth. And so for us, we want to welcome folks at whatever capacity they have to really serve because we're here to work for them. We're here to build um, 
a community, um, an economic vitality, thriving district mm -hmm. for our business owners. Mm -hmm. um, but that can only really happen with their input. Exactly. So what activities are coming up in the near future? Yes, I'm really excited that we do have a heritage and culture festival plan. Um, the focus of this really is a part of our storytelling. You know, a lot of folks do not know that Paramore One is a nationally registered historic district, but that Orlando, the only safe lodging that was listed in the Green Book was at the Wells Built um, Hotel. And so we had the South Street Casino, which had the likes of Duke Ellington and Ella Fitzgerald and Count Basie, Ray Charles, these icons of jazz and blues music, which has gone on to inspire so many other genres. They were here in Paramore. And like I'm getting goosebumps right now because I'm such a music head. And that is so special to know that they were here, that they were celebrating with our community, sharing their gifts. And we really want to spotlight that. We want to share more about the Chitlin Circuit mm -hmm. as it was a safe way for entertainers, mm -hmm. black entertainers during segregation to find venues to play at and then also know where safe lodging would be so that they can mm -hmm. build their careers. Mm -hmm. And so that's just something so special, you know, like yes. Orlando has great history, but like the physical, tangible history. We have so much mm -hmm. in downtown Orlando and especially in Paramore. Mm -hmm. That is so great to know because when I moved here 20 years ago from Atlanta, um, I was told that the civil rights movement did not come through Orlando. But I hear even talking to you and others that we, we did have things going on yes. and the civil rights movement did come through here. Yes. But when the perception is that it did not. So when we study this history in Orlando, and particularly in Paramore, mm -hmm. we understand that we had a place in that movement. And that's yes. good to Yes, oh my gosh, man. There were, um, you know, counter sit-ins in downtown Orlando. Also uh, folks um, protesting at pools, you know, when they're trying to segregate pools and black folks weren't allowed to swim in the same areas. But, the, the only time that Martin Luther King Jr. came to Orlando was uh, during the Civil Rights Movement, came and spoke at Tinker Field, which is no longer here, but uh, that memory is still there because the Shiloh Baptist Church, you know, their connections brought him here. And I mean, that's so special to really know that for me, right, um, Main Street is not just about the past, but envisioning the future. And so that the generations are here, elders, the youth, young families, whoever that might be, that they start envisioning what does Paramore mean and look like for me five, ten years from now. And having this special history is, I mean, it's just so beautiful. Like we stand on the shoulders of giants. I know we feel that with our ancestry Absolutely. and those that came before us, but the people that were here, we had a true Black Wall Street mm -hmm. in Orlando mm -hmm. in Paramore. That is very true. You know, interesting when you said standing on the shoulders of giants, I was speaking to a group a couple of days ago, and I actually said that I was sitting on the shoulders of giants. And I guess sometimes I feel like I am sitting because I need to rest. <laughs> yes, definitely but, need to rest. But uh, yeah, I'm standing. I'm not sitting. So thank you so much. And I'm sure you'll be here many more times and your staff. But how can we contact you? 
Yes, yeah, so we do have a Facebook and an Instagram, Paramore District. Um, also, we have a web street, a website. <laughs> um, it's paramoremainstreet.com, and there's a contact information. And then also my email address is ngaye, N-G-A-Y-E, at paramoremainstreet.com. And so if you're interested to learning more about us or want to participate or like to donate your time, money, energy. We are um, more than blessed to be in a community that really supports the work that we do. And that's, you know, we're better together. We can't, I'm a firm, firm believer that we share the burden of survival together as a Absolutely. community. Absolutely. So. Thank you so much. And as we end, um, if you can't find her at her office, you might find her at Knowledge for Living <laughs> because this is our coffee hour <laughs> as well as sit at the table. So you can find her here. And we are Paramore. We write in the midst of everything at Knowledge for Living at 430 uh, South Paramore, Sweet B. So thank you. <laughs> we'll see you next time. It was a pleasure. It thank was you, a pleasure. Nina. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>